Hey there, you are listening to episode number three of the Babe You've Got This podcast where you receive mindset and business coaching that is designed for the everyday gal who has those big goals and big dreams and is craving that guidance, insight and reaffirmation for creating that success in her life. So you're talking with Kim, or what should I say, Kim's talking to you, oh my gosh. (laughs) You can tell I'm such a pro at this. Episode number three, getting better, right? Not. Um, oh, so I'm really excited to have you on the um, listening in today because episode number three, we're now starting to get into nitty gritty of the coaching, of the content, of the info, of the lessons that I really wanted to just get out of my head and into your head, right? Using using the system of a podcast. So I just want to give you a little reminder to please hit that subscribe button so you are then always in the loop when a new episode drops. You know, we're so grateful that we can give you this time and content for you to listen to today. And also, please remember to leave a heart-filled review and hit those five sparkly review stars. By this process, you are contributing to our bigger vision and impact of inspiring and helping women just like you grow their success and themselves and their mindset. So also, don't forget to leave your Instagram handle in the reviews in the comments because we can then give you a shout out on our Instagram which will be really cool. And also remembering that by you leaving these reviews, by you um, subscribing, you're really helping get this message out there, which I think is so, so important because so many of us need to hear this, um, all this content. So episode number three, what are we talking about today? I really wanted to share a moment, um, a time in my life that I experienced we're in right now where it's October 2019. So this was June 2019. So what is that, like four months ago, three, four months ago? And um, I had a really profound moment. I can remember it so clearly. That really uh, taught me a lot. I had a massive breakdown, which followed by a massive breakthrough, and it taught me so much um, to get myself into a space of clarity, focus, determination. And like, if you've listened to the first episode, you've learned a little bit about my story anyway, but I've been in business. I've been an entrepreneur, business owner for almost six years now. Um, I've always been into health, mindset, wellness. I've either struggled from something or I've been learning on how to break through, um, learn the tools and strategies to really amp up my life and how I deal with things. Um, And it's in the six years that I've been in business, running my own online health and wellness business, is that I've learnt all the lessons, all these lessons that I know every single one of us go through or need to hear or need to just hear it in another way. That's like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. I experienced that too. That's what it meant. It wasn't the universe against me. It's actually the universe working for me and teaching me the skills I need to succeed. So uh, what am I going to start with so I, I just want to also disclaimer that I was thinking about how how can I share all my lessons and my journeys and I was thinking could I do it chronologically or over the episodes but I feel like I need to talk about what's relevant what's been the most profound or what's made a massive impact that's still impacting me right now so throughout the episode we'll go back to different times um, through my career through my life where I've learned 
the lessons at the time. So if you're listening to this one, then you're probably meant to hear what we're talking about. So it's a little bit about the law of supply and demand. It's about, uh, you know, having the breakdown, having the breakthrough, getting the clarity to actually start making some, some steps, compounding some steps to create that success and having the right mindset. So let's start, let's start with the story. So, oh, and as you know, um, one of the things that I massively suffered with throughout my, my adolescence and through the first half of my business was anxiety. So again, I did touch on this, but just to recap, if you're tuning into this one as the first episode, I, I grew up in a family that it, it seemed that we just had no money. We were always struggling. I honestly don't remember my parents being together. Um, I only remember from when they divorced and they divorced when I was um, heading into year four. So I was about to turn nine years old. So the first eight years of my life, which the first eight years of our life is when all of our neural pathways or 85 of our neural pathways uh, are actually formed inside our brain, right? Um, that's where we get our belief systems from. Uh, that's what um, shapes our personality. So how crazy that I have blocked out uh, along my journey, along my, like growing up, I've blocked out that first eight years and that's when my parents were together. So I can't even remember unless we go into like a, let's delve deep, but not in this podcast. Uh, I can't remember them being happy. I can only remember from when they were fighting, when they broke up. Now, what happened was like my mom made it, the story I heard from my mom is that she was left with nothing. You know, money was a root of all evil. They just had no money to do things. And then on my dad's side of things, when I was watching it, it seemed like I always thought he had money, but he never spent it. So it seemed like, again, we didn't have any money. So money was a huge, huge topic for me. And, uh, well, it, it, I think it's a massive thing that shaped my life. Fast forward to now is one of my biggest drivers and what I absolutely love learning about teaching about and helping create other women helping other women create that financial independence like I'm creating as well. So anyway, tangent. <laughs> uh, I just remember struggling all the time. So I had all these beliefs about money um, growing up through. I, I started working from the, the second that I could legally start working. I, said, I got a job. So I was always making money, but I never had any money. I was always struggling. There was always bills. And um, obviously, you know, looking back, I had a really shit self-worth. So your net worth and your self-worth are the same thing. Um, that will be another topic, another podcast topic. And I just, I just remember I was always struggling. So from this, created a lot of anxiety because anxiety is fear of the future, the fear of the unknown that I can't control. And I had this massive fear that if I didn't have money, I'm going to end up like my parents. If I didn't have money, I'm going to end up like my parents. Uh, I'm going to have so much struggle, so much pain, so much heartache, so much stress. Now, having this anxiety about not wanting to have any money actually caused me to not have any money. It was like this vicious cycle, right? So that's a little bit of a background there. That's a lot of where my anxiety um, came from. And then with that, eating poorly, um, contributed like poor health, contributed to the anxiety, having the stress, you eat more. It's that vicious cycle there yet again. So then I started my business. I was like, this is a cool way for me to be my own boss. There's a system, there's a blueprint. Um, if you follow it, you guaranteed success, um, which six years on, it does guarantee success. I've proven it. And I, I just saw it as a way where I didn't have to rely on anyone else but myself 
to create this income and it wasn't capped. I wasn't trading time for money. Uh, I was working for myself and then I got paid on the effort that I did, right? So uh, the reason I loved it is because I was like, oh, I can, if I want to earn more money, I can just work a little bit more, work a little bit harder. So throughout the first couple of years, it, I guess if you look back, the anxiety drove me to keep going, but it also was crippling me. It, still, it was still crippling me. Like it, I oozed the energy of anxiety. It was not attractive at all. I was not an attractive person energetically. Um, I just, my mindset was just not balanced and it just was not healthy. Now, do, growing, your, growing a business, especially the business that I'm a part of, we do a lot of personal development because your business grows as you grow. At the end of the day, whether you're a traditional, traditional business owner, if you work online, um, whatever it might, might be, your business grows as you grow. Your business is a reflection of you. So I started doing the work. I started getting, uh, going to the seminars, doing the coaching. Um, it was a slow and steady thing. Uh, and what I found is as I grew the self-love, grew the confidence, understood more about myself and my mindset got healthier, the anxiety started to disappear. So it wasn't. It was about a year ago where I, I pretty much it pretty much had gone from my life. Like I was like, catch you later. Don't actually no, not catch you later. Never come back. I'm done with you. I've got the toolkits. I've got the strategies. I'm not going to let you creep in. I went traveling. Life was great. Came back from traveling. Um, the fact that I have my business, my online business that I've grown and it paid me while I was still traveling, which was awesome. So I didn't have that fear of not having any money. But I came back from traveling and I hadn't really done any work on my business because hello, travel life, right? <laughs> I thought about my business, but I didn't actually do any work on my business. And um, so I got back from traveling at March this year and things were still good, getting back into routine, absolutely loving it. And then the ripple effect of not doing any work on my business started to kick in. So things started to drop off, uh, bit like business started to drop off and slow down and, um, you know, clients were dropping off and it, the income was, it was getting risky that my income was going down. I'm like, oh my gosh, freak out mode. And I could start to feel the anxiety creep in, but I wouldn't let it overwhelm me, but I let it be there. And it did not serve me at all. So that was in about March, April, May. Then June hit and I went to one of our incredible um, national business conferences. I got to celebrate a lot of the, my beautiful team who I get to work with, a lot of celebration myself. And, you know, you end on this big high. And I was like, yeah, I've got this newfound inspiration. I'm ready to rock this. I'm ready to grow even more. I've got some big goals, some bigger goals now, and I want to make it happen because I've already ticked off the goals that I've been working for. And it was towards the end of June and I was looking at my figures and my numbers in my business and I, I remember I was sitting at the desk. I'm sitting at my desk right now. I was sitting at this exact desk in this exact spot on this exact chair and my husband was, um, it was early in the morning, my husband was still in bed and he was um, lying down still in bed and I was looking at my figures and I realised that I have a week left of the month and if I don't hit this certain target, which it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it was something that it wasn't just as easy as like clicking your fingers, one, two, three, kind of doing. It was going to be a big push. Um, it was going to be relying on 
other people other than myself to make this happen. And I was like, if I don't hit this target, my paycheck is going to drop $2,000. Now, that is, like, to you, it might be a lot of money. To you, it might not be a lot of money. But to me, it was enough money to significantly impact mine and my husband's lifestyle with the commitments that we have, with the bills, with lifestyle choices, um, certain savings and whatnot. So it was enough to make a decent dent. Like pretty much that's our rent, right? Two grand covers the rent. And I was like, shit, I cannot go backwards. I cannot let this go backwards. And I just remember this this wave it was like, like this fucking tsunami it was a tsunami of anxiety that just smashed right through me and i just freaked the fuck out and i was like oh my god i can't do this is this for me and i started i could feel the tears welling up and i started to like hyperventilate my like, kid you can breathe like just chill out and i go into my to my husband and i was like like, babe, this is what's happening. I'm freaking out. I'm not going to have enough money for this. We're not going to be able to afford this. And I just started going on this massive spiral. And he's just like, what the fuck do I do? He's trying to comfort me. And I'm like, you do not understand. You don't run your own business. You're a carpenter. You go and work for the man. You don't have any idea what this is like. Like, the responsibility is on me. I don't think it's going to happen. I can't let myself. Like, I have so much pride. I am too proud to let myself go backwards and lose this income and it honestly was such a profound 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 moment for me because after i had my little freak out my like semi anxiety attack i didn't let it go full panic attack because i still have the tools and the strategies to keep myself calm even though all the thoughts all the crazy thoughts and the fear was taking over and i it's this moment it was in this moment after I kind of got my shit together, lashed out at my husband. <laughs> I love him. I'm so grateful for him because he honestly, he's so my soulmate. He cops all the brunt of all my crap, right? We all have our own crap and that's why we find someone to love us and be our pincushion or our punching bag. So anyway, after I let all this out and... I felt a bit better, but I was still like, because he's, he's sitting there like, babe, it's okay. We still, we still have money. We've got a roof over our head. We're not actually going to lose anything. It's just you and your, your mindset and your story around this. And I'm like, you are so right. But at the same time, I just can't let this happen. So once I chilled out a little bit, did some breathing, uh, I realized I'm like, Kim, you've, been, you've got a business and it's the most incredible business because you've been paid residually Every month, even whilst you took six months off to travel the world and you come back and you, you haven't really built anything, but you've still been getting paid. So how freaking amazing is that, right? And I have to, wait, here we go. I lost my train of thought. This happens often. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, that's it. So this is kidding. This is just the universe teaching you that if you're not going to do the work, if you're not going to look after what you have, the universe is going to take it away from you. And my biggest thing, my biggest focus being money because I've always wanted to make sure I make enough money um, and make money work for me so I don't ever end up like my parents were when I was growing up. My bit, one of my biggest focus is around that money. So if I'm going to be taught a lesson, it's going to be around the one thing 
that I love most and that I would hate the most to lose, except for obviously friends and family, <laughs> uh, from like a business point of view, right? So anyway, I realized, okay, Kim, this is it. What, what's, go back to what you've learned. Um, go back to the personal development courses you've done. Just, just have a think. So I sat there, I sat at my desk. Well, I went back to my desk after I had a little whinge to Daniel. <laughs> a little whinge, right? We call it a little whinge, even though he was like full-blown tsunami of anxiety. And I sat, I came back to my desk and I sat here and I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I asked those, the powerful questions, like how am I over going to, how am I going to overcome this? And then it was, oh, remember, it was at the, at the conference I went to, my personal development coach had a segment on stage and they chatted a little bit about, and I've heard this before, they've taught me this before, but it was like a perfect reminder of one of the universal laws is the laws of supply and demand. And the best way I can describe this, and it works so well for me, I finally got it. Let's, let's put it that way. I finally fucking understand the law of supply and demand. So what it is, is that the supply, uh, when we're aiming for a goal, so maybe we, we have a goal. So say the goal is I want to earn $10,000 in the next month. Now, the supply is the goal. What you want to create is the goal. It's the supply that's coming to you. So the supply is $10,000. If you just constantly focus on, okay, I need, I need $10,000. I need to make $10,000. If I don't make $10,000, I'm going to lose this. I'm going to lose that. Right. So well, my supply, no, let's, let's stick to my example. See what I mean? I just go on tangents. It's fantastically annoying. Maybe. I don't know. So we need that $10,000. But when you're focusing on the supply, can you already feel that stress starting to well up? It's like, where is it going to come from? I need it. I need it. And so focusing on the money, the money is the supply. When you focus on the money, the money's not going to come. When you focus on the supply, it is not going to come. All you're going to do is get stressed out. What it is, is you've got to focus on the demand. The, the demand is how are you going to show up to put yourself to work to attract this money in, to make this money happen. So if you need $10,000 um, and say you have a product, easiest way to do it, have a product that's uh, $1,000, right? So if you break it down, okay, I need, if I sell 10 of this said product, I'm going to make $10,000. And, and the demand is, okay, what do I need to do to get those 10 customers? What do I need to or get those 10 sales? How do I need to show up every single day? What are the numbers? How many people do I need to talk to? How do I need to work my sales funnel? Blah, blah, blah. So you get the drifter of it, right? This is just an example. So how it worked for me, being someone who is very good at always focusing on the supply, always worried about the money, wanting to make sure that it comes in, I realized, Kim, you have to focus on the demand. You've got to put the energy in the demand. When you focus on the demand, the supply comes. It follows. When you focus on the supply, you have no space or energy to put the demand on yourself and you're never going to get anywhere and you're just going to stress out and freak out and probably end up going backwards. So what was my demand? What was the demand that I had to put on myself every day? I broke it down to a daily thing because we can create. If we want to create success in our life, guys, we need to have our daily rituals, our daily non-negotiables. What do we need to do every day 
to compound. It's a compound effect. Every single day to get us closer to our goals. When you have a goal and you break it down, when you have a vision and you break it down to however, say the goal is the month, to the week, to the day, to the hour, you become visionary, right? So I had to work out what was the demand I was going to, what did I need to do? How did I need to show up? What I needed to do more than what I'm doing now because what I'm doing now, I'm not going to be given more money, more clients, more business if I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. So what can I do? And I want to share with you the first thing I did because this created a ripple effect of how I showed up every day. And the thing is, it wasn't any, the first step had nothing to do with actually doing business, actually doing the business work. Now, don't get me wrong, you still have to do the work. Whatever your business is or whatever it is that you're doing or creating, you have to still do the work specific to building the goals that you have. But the demand on yourself, how you show up as a person for your own life is where you need to start. So this is what I did. I committed to a miracle morning. Now, a miracle morning is it's pretty much having a morning routine that you stick to every day. And the, the trick is, is not to have the exact, not to do the exact same thing every single every single morning right so it's a it's a when you make up wake up miracle morning it's something you commit to every single morning with as best as you can without fail because you're, you're putting a demand on yourself to already to commit to some tasks which i'm going to elaborate on i'm going to share with you what i do however you can't do the exact same thing every day because it becomes you become autopilot you become um immune to the challenge, how it might be challenging you and whatnot. Um, so when it becomes autopilot, you don't become conscious of what you are doing and allowing it to um, transform and grow the energy and raise your vibration. So getting a, a thing, um, a few rituals together first thing in the morning, making sure you commit to them that you know is going to grow. So this is what I did. The first thing I did was put the demand on myself that I am committing to waking up earlier. You hear this all the time. The most successful people are the ones that wake up early. If you are not a morning person, but you have big goals and dreams and you know you need to do some work to get to achieve them, I'm sorry to tell you. Well, I'm not sorry to tell you. I'm never sorry to tell you, but you have to get up earlier. So you've got to wake up early. Now, I committed to 5 a.m. wake-ups. Now, it's been four months. I'm getting up in any time between 5 and 5.30 a.m. I'm not being ridiculously strict on myself purely because I'm not getting up any later than 5.30. But, look, I could be more strict, but this works for me. This really works for me. And it's, it's, if I be too strict, say I want to get up at exactly 5 o'clock and there's one morning where I just need to sleep, into, like, sleep a little bit, well, my body feels better if I wake up at 5.15. And I do that, all I'm going to do is condemn myself and feel shit and put myself down. Like, Kim, you're not good enough. You didn't get up at 5. So you can't, you can't even start your day with that mindset. So give yourself a time. Now, the blessing that I have is I work for myself so I can set my own work hours. If you have to get up early or you have a set time that you get up anyway and you have a set routine already in the morning before you go to work, then you will have to commit to getting up at least half an hour, possibly an hour earlier. Now, at the end of the day, the it's about you putting the demand on yourself. 
you can always get up a bit earlier and you can always go to bed a bit earlier. You can make it happen. If it means enough to you, you will make it happen. You control your life. You control what you do. If you say, I start work at 6 a.m., I get up at 5.30, I really need to sleep, I have no time to do anything else other than get dressed, brush my teeth, grab brekkie as I get out the door, grab my coffee as I go out the door. You're literally allowing your employer or your boss to control what, what you how you run your life, which that's fine because that's what we do. When we take on a job, we understand that. However, you can get up at 5 a.m. Your body can get used to it. It takes time and it's going to be hard at the start because it's out of the comfort zone. Putting the demand on yourself is pushing you outside your comfort zone. We know when you push outside your comfort zone, that's where the success and the growth lies. Anyway, back to what I did. So roughly at 5 a.m. wake up. Now, I give myself two hours in the morning to do my morning rituals because I've created a life where I have the time to do it. And that's between 5 and 7 or 5.30 and 7.30 a.m. I choose to get put more time in because I have the time. If you don't have that long, then you don't have to do it as long as I do. Now, what I do, I read my mission statement. Side note, we will be doing an episode on the mission statement, so you'll learn all about that. It's literally my goals, how I want my life to be, what I'm working towards, the person who I am, and it takes me, mine at the moment, takes me about 10 minutes to read. I make my cup of green tea, I sit down, and I read my mission statement. It's declaring to the world why I'm here, what my mission is, what's my purpose. What's really cool is this podcast is in it. Now I've finally made it. So things are starting to tick off, right? So I read my mission statement. It puts me into a state of this is why I'm here. This is my clarity. This is my focus. Or I do not even wake up. Or even if I wake up with that hint of anxiety, right? You know, I just had that freaking massive anxiety attack that, you know, got me all crazy, helped me through the breakdown, had me to have a breakdown. I still had a bit of that anxiety there, but I was like, the second I read that mission statement, I was focused, I was confident, I knew what I was doing. Then after this, after the mission statement, I, I'm, uh, what am I trying to say here? I alternate between meditation and journaling. Now I do both, I just alternate between what I do first, so it doesn't become, the, it doesn't become this mundane process that becomes on autopilot. So I do meditation, and then I journal. So whether it's doing some gratitude, um, whether it's doing a bit of a flow journal, so writing in gratitude, but like I'm telling a story. At the end of the day, guys, there's no perfect, there's, the perfect way is what works for you. Um, and always, always um, writing in present tense. So if you're writing for some goals, you're writing how grateful you are that you've already achieved it, right? So I do a bit of this. Now, I spend, I do 20 to 30 minutes of meditation and I do 20 to 30 minutes of journaling. If you do not have the time, there you can do a two-minute, three-minute, five-minute, ten-minute meditation. You can journal. You can literally focus on three things that you're grateful for and really feel it. That's going to take you five to ten minutes. Or you don't have to meditate. You can just do your journaling or you can just do your meditation and focus on what you're grateful for and what you, you know, your mission statement or your goals. Then I read a little bit of a book that... I'm on. I, I rotate between reading hard copies and audio books. I'm about to transition back into audios just because summer's coming. I want to be able to get out more. I am going to be getting out more, doing lots of coast walks and whatnot, and I love to listen as I go. Being it was winter where I am, um, when I started putting the demand on myself, I was not going outside in the freezing cold at, in between six, around 6 o'clock in the morning 
to exercise I was at, um, or whatnot. So I read a book. So I read. So you can read a book. You can listen to a podcast. I just love doing this because it's flooding my blood with new in, uh, body with new information. Now, something you could do is if you need to drive to work, you put this into your, the drive to work, making your car a university, right? University on wheels. Okay, so after I read or listen to something, I exercise. I'm one of those lazy exercisers. I don't want to have to go to a gym. Um, it's too much of a, I've got to drive there, drive back, go put active wear on. I literally chuck on, sometimes I exercise in my pajamas, sometimes my undies, and sometimes in active wear. It really depends. If I'm going to go for a walk, obviously I'll put clothes on. Um, I, I, otherwise, I exercise in my lounge room. I actually have filmed, side note, some exercise videos, um, 15 to 30 minutes, there's a variety of them. Um, high, uh, hit workouts with the Pilates Infusion. Infusion, Pilates Fusion. You can find them on my YouTube channel called Kim Kent. Um, also, these episodes will be up on there as well. So you can always go there and access them as free workouts. 15 minute ones. There's a 10 minute one. So there's no excuses. You can exercise, burn some calories, get your heart rate up, get the body moving for 10 minutes in your lounge room or from your bedroom or wherever it is you want to exercise. So do that. Okay. I forgot to breathe through all of that. I know I'm talking really fast, but as you know, I can talk and I don't want to talk for too long on this one. I don't want to go, oh, you know, hopefully we can keep this to about half an hour, possibly 40 minutes. So anyway, that's my morning ritual. If you need to re-listen, I'll, I'll recap. So mission statement, meditation, journaling, uh, reading, exercise. So I try to incorporate all of those. I do the best I can. Um, it's allowed to be flexible. And the trick is do not condemn yourself if you oversleep or you take on something early one morning um, that you, or maybe you have to cover a shift somewhere or whatever it might be. Just do something that's putting the demand on you. But the point is I put the demand on myself. I put the demand onto Kim, you need to start your day like a millionaire. You need to start your day as if you actually fucking want to grow your business and hit your goals. That's what, that's the demand. That's when I drew the line in the sand and said, I've got to do this. And I can tell you now from doing this, my business, I never lost that $2,000. My income actually grew. I hit the target I needed to. And my income and my business has been growing every single month in the last four months and it hasn't grown in the last 12 months before that because I stopped working it, um, which is fine. It stayed stagnant, but um, it didn't go down or anything at all. But now I'm getting the growth because I'm showing up for myself. I'm putting the demand. I'm putting the demand on myself and the supply is coming. More people want to work with me. Uh, more customers want to buy from me uh, and, and so on and so forth. So hopefully... I was very understood then. I was going to say, if you have any questions, if you can't really, if you have any questions, put them in the comments below. Uh, or reach out to me. You can reach out to me on my Instagram, Kim Kent, at Kim Kent underscore, underscore. Um, you'll find, I'll put my socials in, and you can find it in this podcast info anyway. So, yeah, I put that, that's, that's the point of the story to get over that anxiety. And I can tell you since that day that I drew the line in the sand, I have not had one ounce of anxiety come through, not one, because I've started my day the right way every single time. 
Without fail, I've showed up for myself. Now, it might seem like hard work, guys, but I can tell you what's hard. Hard is feeling anxious, waking up with so much fucking fear about failing or succeeding or that you're hating your life or whatnot. Hard is waking up to a job you hate but still going in because someone has to pay the bills. Someone, Something's got to put a roof over your head and put food in your mouth. But hard is waking up early for someone else and not for yourself. Hard is saying no to family occasions or best friend parties or celebrations or, or whatnot. Hard is saying I can only go to work, I can only travel the world four weeks a year if I have enough holiday pay saved up. So you've got to choose your hard. And I can tell you when you choose the hard, when you choose the hard that puts a demand on yourself to step up and show up, that's when the fucking magic happens, guys. That's when the magic happens. I'm speaking from experience and it's only been four months. Only been four months. Now, I did put the demand on myself growing the business up until this spot. Now, don't get me wrong. Demand is just going to work and not, not getting caught up on the outcome and the supply, just focusing on what do I need to do, how do I need to show up, how often do I need to do it to get the result I need, right? But it's, if, you're, if you feel like you're in that spot of maybe you're having a breakdown, maybe if you feel like nothing's fucking growing no matter how hard I work and how hard I push, I just feel like I'm stuck, right? I'm stuck in the same space. If you're feeling like this, you need to step up. You need to put that demand on yourself. You have to, like, it's just how it works. This is a universal law. So I'm going to leave it with you there with that. Um, obviously, as we go through the next sort of episode, I'm going to talk more about how I actually grow a business, the things I do to help with my mindset, all of that stuff. So the babe, you've got this. It's, it's that reaffirmation, like, babe, you fucking got this. And this is what you can wake up first thing in the morning. Babe, you've got this. Tell it to yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. Look at yourself in the eyes and tell yourself, babe, you've got this. And put that demand on yourself because it's only going to pay back in dividends to you and you are going to become attractive. You're going to be raising that vibration. Attractive meaning attracting in the things you need to reach those goals that you have to create more success. Um, and, yeah, it just it's a ripple effect from there. It just compounds. People want to know what are you doing. I want to be around you and whatnot. So I really, really hope you enjoyed that episode. I really hope it added a lot of value. I would love to know what you thought, what you, what you resonated with the most. Um, please leave a review because you've just heard this. You know that people need to hear this stuff. People, need, people can relate to the story. They can take away the tools and the strategies of what they need to do. Uh, what they can start doing, how they can start putting that demand on themselves every day. But the only way that that's going to happen is if you share this, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag me. Um, you'll get a reshare. You've got my personal Instagram and then we have an at, at this. <laughs> Gosh, I'll put it in. It's in the um, uh, podcast information anyway. But... Make sure, yeah, make sure you leave a review, leave, subscribe, leave a five, leave those shiny five stars and share this. Just share this out there. I just want to add as much value and educate as much as I can and just help you grow. And yeah, I think that's it, guys. Tapping out. 
And I hope you have the most amazing rest of your day. Um, I'm so grateful that you could be on here with me today or whenever you're listening to this. And I will catch you on the next episode. All right. Peace out, homies.